this is Denise Lee Yan, and welcome to the Brand as Business Bites podcast. The Brand as Business Bites podcast features great stuff for your brain to chew on, including insights and interviews with newsmakers, brand builders, and thought leaders. It's available on iTunes and on my website, Denise Lee. If you've ever struggled to get everything done on your to-do list, and who hasn't, then I've got the book for you. It's called 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management, and it's the productivity habits of seven billionaires, 13 Olympic athletes, 29 straight-A students, and 239. And today, we get to talk to the book's author, Kevin Cruz. Kevin is a New York Times bestselling author, successful entrepreneur, keynote speaker, as well as a dear friend of mine. He's an expert on leadership and employee engagement, but he took a slight detour sorts to write this book about time management, and I'm so glad he did. Several of the tips and tools included in Kevin's book have already made a difference in my productivity, and I'm sure you'll get a lot out of it too. So I'm pleased to introduce Kevin. Welcome, Kevin. Thanks, Denise. I'm excited to be here. Great. Well, I want to start where your book starts, which is the power of 1,440. What is that, and how can we unleash that power? Yes, that is the number that can change our lives, 1,440. Um, You know, when I interviewed all these people that you mentioned, uh, there was a lot of commonality, the 15 secrets. But the one thing more than any other that really came out of these interviews was that they truly understood the value of a single minute. There's 1,440 minutes in a day. And, you know, what I found is that poor to even average performers often will think about uh, days or hours, uh, if they're thinking about time at all. But the, the folks who are ultra productive, you know, practicing extreme productivity, it's like by default they're thinking about minutes. They, you know, we all say that, uh, oh, yeah, we know time is our most important asset, but then we give it away to everybody who, you know, taps on the door and says, got a minute, or wants that 15-minute, you know, introductory phone call or whatever it might be. You know, there's nothing like time, uh, money we can lose and make it back, our health, we can get sick and get healthy again, but once our minutes are gone, they're gone forever. And you can almost hear it in in, uh, the way ultra-productive people work. Um, you know, uh, Marissa Mayer is known for having uh, scheduling minutes that are only 10 minutes long. Uh, some people will, will schedule meetings and they'll say, okay, let's hop on the phone at 312. Like, not 3, not 315, <laughs> 312. You know, it's down to the minute. And, and I think that mindset, I mean, people want to know the, the hacks and the tricks and all that. And there's plenty of that kind of stuff, you know, as well. But our behaviors are influenced by our beliefs, by our mindset. So really mm-hmm. believing and understanding that now is the only moment that's guaranteed to us tends to reframe us, and we tend to focus on, on the things that are truly important in our lives uh, and being present for those moments as well. Hmm. Wow. I can tell you, as I said in the introduction, um, that idea has made a difference just in, you know, in, in this, 
few weeks, I perhaps as I kind of decided New Year's resolution, I would start implementing um, some of the things I learned in your book, and and it's and, and just the awareness, like you said, just the mindset makes makes a huge difference. Now, um, right. your book's title is. 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. I just say it seems like there are more like 1,500 secrets in the book. <laughs> so chock full of great tips, tricks, tools, advice. So thank you very much. I was kind of wanting to, you know, all of everything that you shared, why don't you just tell us some of your favorite secrets? Yeah, I think, you know, the most, the most powerful one, which has also been the most controversial, it's the one that lights up social media the most, is, you know, when I say that ultra-productive people – don't use to-do lists. Um, and, you know, it's, it's and, you know, another way of looking at this, a lot of people, you know, you've been kind, but people say, Kevin, do we really need another book on time management? And, <laughs> and the reality is, you know, we've all gone, we've all read the books, we've all gone through those courses, the popular ones, et cetera, and yet we're still feeling that we're not getting it all done, we're stressed out, we're overworked, we're overwhelmed, so clearly we do need some other approach. And, you know, of all the people I talked to, I think there were two of them that talked about their to-do list. Instead, mm-hmm. and it goes back to that minute thing, everybody is really living life from a calendar. Uh, and whether it was the entrepreneurs or, you know, gymnasts, Olympian, Shannon Miller, they're talking about usually it's in 15-minute chunks, and they schedule everything. You know, a lot of people will just use their calendar for uh, appointments and meetings and phone calls. No, you want to mm-hmm. think about making uh, meetings with yourself. So if you really need to check email two, three times a day, schedule it on your calendar. If you really understand your most important task, the thing that's going to take your business to the next level, schedule that time, that uninterrupted block of time, as early in the day as possible. And there's a lot more to it than that, but, I mean, that's really the big uh, surprise is ultra-productive people, I mean, they're not keeping these to-do lists. One study said 41% of all items that are put on a to-do list are never done. So to-do lists are like the graveyard. Oh of, yeah, they're like the graveyard of important uh, but not urgent things because we always just go back to yes. the urgent. So that's that's probably right. a very powerful one of the very powerful secrets in the book. Oh my gosh, that's that's great. Um, I imagine that even though you've probably been thinking about this topic quite a bit, that um, as you were writing this, you probably learned some things that were surprising. And I would think that maybe this to-do list thing would be surprising. Are there other things that just kind of as you were researching and wrote the book that really popped out to you as, wow, I I never knew that or I never thought about that? Well, yes. Um, The thing that was really overwhelming was how many people talked about um, a morning routine, their morning ritual as the key. Now, in all these interviews, I wasn't trying to lead anybody. So it would be one open-ended question like, give me your number one key to productivity without stress, or what's your number one piece of advice for time management? And so I'm thinking that it's going to be something about a to-do list, a calendar, a mobile app, I don't know, you know, procrastination, something like that. A lot, a lot, a lot of people said the secret is, what they do in the first 60 minutes when they get out of bed. And so mm-hmm. this, all of these uh, people, again, each system's a little different, but most of them are taking care of their mind, their body, uh, and prepping, you know, for the day. So ultra-productive people are not, you know, skipping breakfast, racing into the office. 
they know that the mind is our most important tool, our weapon, and it runs on glucose. So we need, you know, a low-carb or a slow-carb meal to get us going. We don't skip breakfast. We know we wake up dehydrated, so we're guzzling water. Um, our body, they're not often doing a full workout in the morning, but most of these people are doing 20 minutes of cardio, walk around the block, some yoga uh, poses. Uh, to get that oxygen flowing up into the brain to get ready for high performance. It's like every game is every day is game day. And and mentally, uh, story after story where people would they would either meditate or they would pray. Most people are looking at their goals. Uh, Ken Blanchard told me that every day he reads his life purpose, his life mission statement again. Some people mm. journal. So it's just this mm. idea of uh, and Denise. Back when I was young and dumb, I mean I would wake up, <laughs> look at my calendar email, freak out over how much I had to do, and I'd race off into the office, only stopping for a cup of coffee on the way in. And that was not the right way to do it. Ultraproductive people are taking care of the body and mind first so that they can have a, a, a great day. Yeah, yeah. And um, for, for my listeners, I will tell you that there is a very um, – funny slash sad story about Kevin and this his previous morning routine um, that I just kind of tease you that is it, it's it's it will get your attention from the very beginning because I think we can all somehow relate to that um, but you know Kevin what, something that you said in co- that was kind of in common both to my last question about what was like this um, one of your favorite secrets and then the most surprising thing is this thing about the morning and be a morning person, so that really resonates with me, and, and I do really have a, you know, a set thing that I do in the morning, so I was kind of like, oh, yay, at least I'm doing something right. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm curious, you know, do you know anything about um, people who would say, well, I'm not a morning person, or, you know, being, trying to, like, be super productive or super focused first thing in the morning is, doesn't work for me. Um, do you have any advice, or did you learn anything about that when you were when you were talking or researching this topic? Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, I am not a morning person either, uh, and, and I do find it to be uh, tough. Um, the, <laughs> uh, it wasn't from my own research, but you probably the, the most well-known work in this area is from a guy named Hal Elrod, who wrote The Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. And he's got a whole, like, lifestyle movement behind this and Facebook groups. And when you look on those boards – a lot of people bring this up, and it seems to be that, you know, perhaps you're not a morning person, but you can change behaviors, and there's all kinds of tricks around you. Just it, it, You do need a certain number of hours of sleep, so slowly moving your bedtime earlier, making sure, you know, you're sleeping in a, in, you know, getting great deep sleep in a sleep sanctuary, you know, also known as your bedroom, mm-hmm. and I think that you know, for myself, <laughs> It might be true that I'm I'm not a morning person, but it's also probably true that I usually try to stay up and watch uh, Jimmy Fallon at 11:30, and you know the cats are walking on me all night, waking me up, and so I'm not getting enough sleep and feeling refreshed. So I think doing the right behaviors to get ready to be a morning person will will probably offset some of the the natural tendencies. Yeah, that's smart. Smart. Okay. Um, if you don't mind, I, I would wanted to talk a little bit of inside baseball for a moment about your like book writing process because I was really impressed how you got all these remarkable people 
to give you their input. So do you mind just kind of talking about how you went about collecting all of these insights and, and, and getting the book done? Yeah, I uh, talking inside baseball, Denise, this book <laughs> turned into a much bigger project when Mark Cuban answered my email and started giving me his uh, advice. And I thought, uh-oh, I suddenly got an important book on my hands here. And uh, mm -hmm. the, the short answer is it really is just like sales. And it's the first biggest variable is that it's a numbers game. So I got uh, productivity advice from almost 300 people all in, um, but I probably asked about 900. So I still wow. – uh, was told no or just ignored by two-thirds of the people. I got seven <laughs> billionaires to give me their secret, but I reached out to 21 billionaires, so I mm -hmm. was still rejected by mm -hmm. like, quite the number. <laughs> but I think after the, after the numbers game, um, I think what, um, what's helpful is, you know, I was reaching out and just via email predominantly and said, um, you know, I'm, I'm working on this book, and, and would love to hear your number one secret. We can do this on the phone, email, you know, Skype, whatever. And I think that even billionaires, even company CEOs, I mean, I had the co-founder of Facebook and Groupon, even very important busy people, they still want to give back. They still want to help others. For some, mm -hmm. they want to get their company name, you know, in the press, or mm -hmm. they care about their personal brand. Um, you know, I had the, I mentioned, you know, uh, Shannon Miller, the gymnast, you know, mm -hmm, through her mm -hmm. publicist, because um, she has a company. She's very successful, but she wants to make sure, you know, her, her wisdom and her name are out there. So I think um, it, it's a numbers game first, but as long as you're reaching out to important people and it's in the spirit of an article or a book or a talk or whatever, I think you're going to find that most people are going to want to help you out. Which is absolutely great. And, you know, I think that it is kind of, um, it, this is a neat, like, little window into their world. So, I, you know, I, I do want to just kind of say a public thank you to everyone who contributed, contributed yeah. to your book. Um, the other thing that I wanted to ask you that's a little bit inside, but I, I'm, I'm hoping this is relevant to everyone, is that um, with this book, you seem to have taken kind of a slight detour from your core topics of wholehearted leadership and employee engagement and the previous books that you've written. Um, but I kind of suspect that time management productivity might be related to leadership and employee engagement. Um, are they? And maybe you could say a little bit about that. Yeah, it's, it's um, again, why did I jump into to time management? And, and it's, it's for both professional and personal reasons. And the professional mm -hmm. ones, you know, I think the best leaders, I talk a lot about wholehearted leadership, but the best leaders – uh, are, are known to be both uh, inspired, you know, they've got the inspiration charisma stuff down, but they're also, they also know how to execute. They get things done. So it's, mm -hmm. it's really both of those things. And as I go around and do talks on leadership and engagement, very often in the Q&A, the hand goes up and someone will say something off topic like, this sounds great. I don't have enough time to even answer my emails. What do I do about my email inbox? And so I think that mm – -hmm. um, Great leadership does not take a lot of time, but there's a perception that it does. And so mm -hmm. helping professionals to understand how to overcome this overwhelmed feeling they all have and to find time, to make time, I should say, for what's important is really key. And on a personal note, you know, I've got, I've got three kids, and I was just thinking about that next project, and I've got more leadership books in the works, but I thought, 
you know, again, no, no moment other than this moment is guaranteed. I mean, what would I like to share with my children? You know, and mm. understanding time is, is one of those things. I think um, goal setting and relationships are the two other sort of big success secret areas that I'm interested in and that I would like to mm-hmm. make sure my kids know, uh, know about. So those other two topics will probably be in the future as well. Ah, very good. And I will say that it was um, very heartwarming to see that not only did did you write this book and you're able to share it with your children, but that your kids, at least a couple of them, actually contributed to the book as well. I I was just pleased to kind of read how they approach time management and productivity. So that was kind of a little little nugget um, at the end as well. So, um, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing in this conversation. Please let my listeners know how they can learn more about you and about the book. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. I appreciate the opportunity. The book's available anywhere. Of course, the easiest way is always going to be to go on Amazon and search for 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. If anybody wants to get in touch with me, uh, it's kevincruz.com, K-R-U-S-E is the last name, and I'm on all the social media channels as well. Great. Well, thank you again. Thanks for all the changes that I've made based on your book, and I wish you the um, best not only with this book, but also the next ones, which sound just as good. Thanks again, Kevin. Thanks, Denise. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Brand as Business Bites podcast. Be sure to subscribe to it on iTunes or through my website, deniseleeyon.com. And check out my new best-selling book, What Great Brands Do, the seven brand building principles that separate the best from the rest. Go to whatgreatbrandsdo.com. And remember, good is the enemy of great. Greatness is a choice. Choose to be great. Great.